0: All right, I'm starting. (laughs) No No budget nightmares. No budget nightmares.
1: Just a little money, but a whole lot of heart. Doug and Mo will sit back and watch your art. It's their duty, just doing their part.
0: Now let's hear if they recommend it or not No Budget Nightmares Zoo. No Budget Nightmares. No Budget Nightmares Zoo. Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Budget Nightmares This is Mo He's a bath film hating while I skating All the while master baiting. that's Mo Pond. Yeah. yeah And with me as always is the one and only Doug Tilly
1: He's bow, Doug bow, Tilly bow, 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 Number one bow, super guy bow, bow,
0: bow, bow. It's
1: so good to be back Mo, it really is
0: Number one super guy
1: I know, you know, it, it's it's started uh, Because my wife sometimes gets that song stuck in her head And she'll just start singing it And uh, she'll always have to follow it up By saying that, no, she doesn't think I'm a number one super guy. That's just the lyrics of the song. (laughs)
0: Well, that's understandable.
1: (laughs) She she thinks I'm a fucking asshole. Don't we all? Eh, eh, probably. A little bit. Mo, we're uh, back on uh, No Budget Nightmares, and not only are we back, but we're also back in the USA. Really? Really? We took a little trip away.
0: That's true. That's true. We took a little
1: international excursion uh, to explore some of the cinema of Germany and Japan, our, our two favorite <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, and, uh, but now we've returned uh, from the Axis to the Allies. <laughs> and uh, and we're, we're going to be talking about a good old shit-kicking American film.
0: Well shit's the right word
1: it it kicks a lot of shit, don't you think Mo? Yes, good uh the movie in question is two thousand three's I Dream of Dracula genie, genie. oh no, not genie Aww. this the title of I dream of Dracula is a clever play on I Dream of genie <laughs> because the plot of I Dream of Dracula it has a lot of similarities uh with the old sitcom I dream of genie
0: Oh dick York.
1: Yeah, Dick York is in it, and they <laughs> switch about halfway through the movie. Uh, no, they, no, in fact, uh, the, the title, I Dream of Dracula, well, I mean, it's not a non-sequitur because there is a lot of dreaming involved, but there is no Dracula in the movie. Right. There are vampires.
0: Yeah, kind of. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, there is kind of, <laughs> but I think the, the idea of the title is that it's supposed to imply that what you're about to watch is comedic in some way.
0: Wait, that, the title is supposed to imply comedy?
1: Comedy. Oh, uh, this uh, on the IMDb, "I Dream of Dracula," Jim Haggerty's film from 2003, is considered a comedy horror movie. Oh, all right. Now let me let me break it down.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, let's break it down. That a comedy is supposed to make you laugh. And a horror movie is meant to make you scared. So an ideal comedy horror movie would either uh, make you feel those two things separately or intermingle them in some way. This movie uh, did not make me laugh and did not make me scared. So I'm a little confused about its uh, being described as a comedy horror.
0: I mean, the closest thing to horror this movie has is the fact that I was afraid to watch it.
1: I was afraid to keep watching it. I was afraid to
0: continue watching it once... (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: so this movie is shitty. It's a really shitty movie, it's uh, pretty, and it, as a, it's got a lot of shitty writing in it, and a lot of shitty actors saying shitty dialogue, and it's directed in a really shitty way. And by the time it's over, like you're feeling shitty because you've watched so much shitty stuff.
0: If anybody out there, of my any of the listeners out there, would know this firsthand, if they followed my Facebook page today, because <laughs> I was trying so hard to do anything to not have to watch this movie, just anything.
1: I think I had a harder time with this movie the second time, which is when I have watched it recently as opposed to a few years ago, yeah. than I did the first time. And I don't know why that is necessarily, because frankly, since then I've watched a lot Worse movies uh, Yeah, I was going to say,
0: we've definitely watched worse movies But there was just something incredibly painful about this
1: It's the comedy aspect It you know really what, it's
0: got to be It's got to be the comedy Because you know what, bad horror is still just bad horror And it's like, oh, that's okay But t- but bad comedy is just tedious Yeah,
1: it's interminable And it makes everything slow to a crawl Yeah um, And this movie... It, the the, the humor is not only bad in this movie but it's also extremely repetitive. You know, uh, in terms of a movie that it reminded me of that we covered recently, it's it's the comedy in Odd Noggin's is sort of similar in that it's very random. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Odd Noggin's is actually a significantly better movie than yeah, this.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely.
1: Uh, now uh, there isn't much notable about the production. I mean, Jim Haggerty, as we mentioned at the end of the previous show, he uh, he's continued to go on to direct many uh, low-budget movies, including the recent. Uh, I think it, it it's coming out next year. Make them die. Quickly, uh, Witchmaster General from two thousand nine is one that uh, I haven't seen myself, but I've heard actually good things about. But this is all the way back in two thousand three, so I am not going to hold this movie against the skill, the possible future skill, the future of two thousand three. No, I, know,
0: I think you're. I think we're at the point now in this show. I mean, because we're what? How many episodes in? Fifty five now.
1: Fifty five. Got yeah. it written down right here.
0: <laughs> so fifty five episodes in. I mean, I think I think it's pretty safe to say that. Uh, that that we never judge any of the movies based on the on the potential skill increase of their cast and crew and whatever. Yeah, you know, like I'll definitely I would definitely consider watching another movie from the director. I mean, I'm I'm I, I, I'm fine with that. It's, I'm just talking about how bad this movie is. Yes,
1: uh, and I should mention that uh, despite we're gonna probably rag on Jim Haggerty's direction in this movie, I will say that his performance in the movie is, I think the most appealing and best performance in the
0: time. Wait, movie. which one is he?
1: He actually played uh, I don't know. I better it's better to just describe him than anything else. It's gu- Gunner uh or oh, Okay, okay, he played Gunner. Okay. Yeah. Now, even though that part it doesn't matter in the context of the movie because, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> but, but at least there's some amusement. The only problem with that scene is it transitions to something that we're not
0: allowed to talk about. <laughs> 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 and we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. <laughs> oh, man. How are we going to get around that? Okay. We're gonna,
1: <sighs> we are strong, conscientious men. We are not sexist. We are not bigots. We are not awful people. We're just going to be our regular intelligent selves and describe things as an intelligent person would. Wow. Wow, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> All right, let's dig in to I Dream of Dracula directed by Jim Haggerty. Now, uh, as we mentioned at the previous episode, the uh, this is on the Bloody Nightmares box set, the uh the box set that a lot of our early uh no budget nightmares films came from and we yep. sometimes dip into it once again. Uh and what <laughs> a lot of those movies have in common are that they are really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they feature production values very similar to this one because all the movies—well, not all, but about ninety-five percent of the movies in that box set are shot on video, movies made between nineteen ninety and maybe two thousand three. This is probably one of the newer ones that were on the collection.
0: Yeah. Do you um do you recall back when we started this show that the original nope. plan oh. was to was to go through this box set?
1: Well, the thing is that uh, back on my old blog, pre-Daily Grindhouse, uh, over at Movie Feast, which is still up there if anyone wants to take a look, I was doing that. I I watched, I think, uh, something like 27 or 20, maybe even more than that, uh, in order, in the order that they were on the discs. And that's what really got me into writing about l- super low-budget movies. So uh, I'm glad that we didn't do that because, for one thing, I'd have to watch all those fucking movies over again. Yeah. But uh, I do like dipping into it every once in a while. Though the next time we dip into it, let's dip into one that I haven't seen. (laughs) I'm probably the only person on the planet who's seen *Ice Cream Dracula more than once.
0: You know, it's funny you would say that, but then you got people like, uh, uh, and he's going to love that I'm name-dropping here, but like our buddy Darren, who uh, is also a big no-budget maniac. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I guarantee you he's watched some really, really heinous shit multiple times, so... Yeah. here's
1: the thing let's okay let's move over here for a second Mo <laughs> the thing about this um, there's a community around shot on video and ultra low budget movies right. and there's a certain element of that community who have convinced themselves that the, even the things that are really awful are actually good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that is something that they've embraced and that's terrific for them yeah. but like we don't split hairs if something is bad we gotta say that it's bad
0: yeah. It's bad,
1: cause you know what's bad? This. I dream of dragon.
0: <laughs> oh, let's get into this fucking movie. Movie
1: starts r- with some
0: awful music. <laughs> uh, uh, let's just go right into it. I'm just gonna yeah, play. The, let's, I'm, let's, I'm gonna play the fucking music. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting there the entire time, sitting about Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't. And then that, and then that bum piano note hits. I'm just like, oh god. It
1: starts out with this kind of electronic sounding sound in the background that you can hear during that clip, and then it's someone fucking around on a piano who doesn't know how to play piano.
0: Right. And the and the funny part is when we mentioned this, you know, to each other before we started, is that. They could have just had that music in the background and it would have been Fine. fine. Maybe they
1: felt like it w- the considering that the opening credits is lengthy, it's like three. It is, huh? yeah, yeah. Uh, they felt like people would get bored, or maybe it's intentional, right? Intentional terrible piano music gets you in the mood for a little bit of comedy. So uh, we're introduced. There's a woman in an old timey dress, so you know it's a flashback, and it's in black and white, and it's silent just yeah. to reinforce that. Uh, and uh, she's walking through the woods, and a, and a guy in similar dress is walking towards her. And uh, they're kind of awkwardly walking over, like, trees and things. <laughs> yeah. And we see two women staring at
0: them. These two goth-looking.
1: They're go- They're dark and mysterious. Yeah. Or I-, I-, I wrote down, even though I've seen this movie before, witches are some shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's like, there's so much shit that, that, like, it seems like, as they were writing this film, they're like, do we want it to be vampires or do we want it to be witches? Because, frankly, they don't make up their mind. Any any point during the film, <laughs> like, yeah, so, they're like witches who suck blood or something.
1: So that piano fucking aroundness is continues all throughout this. By the way, this scene. Uh, so the scene. So they meet. The couple meets. Uh, <laughs> he silently says, "I love you," right. uh, with the gift of a spatula, and uh, she shrugs, and she looks over at the uh, vampire ladies. That's who. That's who those mysterious women are. They're vampire ladies. Um, And then it cuts to a reverse angle. And for some reason, her mouth looks like it's full of something now. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same as it did before. And uh, coincidentally, she opens her mouth and it's full of fangs. Whoa. Whoa, fangs! She bites him on the neck. uh, And he backs up. And I've never seen someone like I could never describe someone as badly acting being bitten. You think that would be really easy, but he looks like he someone farted on him rather than that someone bit his neck. And he like backs up a couple of steps and uh then the uh the woman in the dress, the old-timey dress, she uh she looks a bit sad for a second and then she goes back for another bite and then this happens. No No. (laughs) What?
0: That was my reaction. Uh, What uh, happened? uh, It's still going. What's the matter?
1: It was a nightmare again. I keep having it.
0: Again? All right. I want you to talk to Jeanette about this tomorrow.
1: No. I don't want to.
0: I wanted to get that whole bit of dialogue in there to give people an idea of the level of quality acting that takes place in this movie. I want to just be known from the get-go. How shitty the acting is in this movie.
1: The weird no! The two characters we hear speaking are Priscilla, who's going to be our main uh, female character, and her husband, Roger. Yep. Now Roger is notable because he is wearing a ridiculous wig.
0: A really ridiculous wig. And at first at first I thought that it would that that was just sort of like a play on him, you know, like, like the whole no budget thing and that he was just he was fixing his wig because he didn't real because he realized it did knocked sideways no it's it's an ongoing joke to yeah the they, movie. they keep,
1: you keep seeing him adjusted and shit it's not yeah. that great oh, it's really uh, Stupid. now the thing about Priscilla again as our main character is that dialogue that you just played she is awful but she gets a little better as the movie goes on. Or she does, moves... yeah. But maybe, the, maybe it's just that the other people she runs into are just getting worse.
0: No, and... no, no. I think, I think she does. I think she gets better as the film goes on. She, she starts off as one of the most annoying characters. In oh the oh yes. And but uh, by the end of the film, it, she's she's really not that bad.
1: So she's been having this dream very frequently. Uh, that one that we just saw, mm-hmm. and uh, Roger's a little concerned about her because he's a caring husband, yeah. uh, and uh, she's a little worried because her friend uh, Jeanette is a shrink, and uh, Roger thinks that she should talk to Jeanette, but she's really hesitant because she's afraid that she's going to get locked up because she'd be crazy.
0: What if she commits me? I don't want to go to a nut house. I couldn't handle it. Oh, <laughs> oh come, come on, honey. <laughs> Jesus
1: <laughs> Yes So that's that was a little excerpt From the style of acting That's going to be taking place for the rest of the movie uh-huh. uh, And uh, Roger He reassures her and then he goes back to sleep Because he's a reassuring strong man uh, And he goes Maybe now I can get some sleep And she keeps talking and then he starts snoring Loudly because that's funny When people snore loudly You know this is funny This
0: so good to me. Please, please be patient with me. What I want to know is why that only comes through one uh, speaker. <laughs> the fart? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know if it, if, it, if you don't notice it as much if you're like watching it on a TV or whatever. But, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it, it only comes through the right.
1: I, I mean, I, I have no explanation for that um, And for those of you who didn't hear a fart just then Put in your other earbud <laughs> <laughs> So that's the level of humor that we're going to go through go uh, with from here on out A lot of farts, a lot of uh, snoring Actually, there isn't a lot of farting and snoring But it's that sort of weak shit I'm, uh, I'm
0: going to give it a lot of farts because I'm going to do this <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, let's cut to the next day We are introduced to Jeanette. Now, uh, tell me about Jeanette, Mo. Uh,
0: Well, before I tell you about Jeanette, I need to tell you that my notes at this point, um, which, by the way, are only about a paragraph in, uh, it already (laughs) says this movie is stupid. Dot, 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 ugh. So, all right, we're seven and a half minutes into the film. Jeanette is a bespectacled, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. Supposed to be looking somewhat professional, but really is just wearing a ridiculous, uh, like giraffe pattern, you know, or whatever, like an animal pattern blouse. Uh, and she's a pretty terrible actress.
1: She is fucking, she's really not good. She's really eh. not good. We'll get a little of that in just a minute. We will. Uh, so so they're talking about that. She's also not very reassuring. No. She's supposed to be a shrink. She's like, you're having it every night? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, everyone is playing it to a fever pitch. There's actually uh, a really great line here. Actually, I know exactly the one you're going to say. <laughs>
0: She, so, so Priscilla is trying to explain to the doctor what, you know, that the dreams, I guess at first they were like monthly and then bi-monthly and then like bi- or bi-weekly and then like weekly. And now she's having them like basically every time she goes to bed or every time she goes to sleep and she goes, I went to see an Andy McDowell film and woke up screaming in the theater. (laughs) And I was expecting one of the other two to say, haven't we all? (laughs) <laughs> yeah right. Well, <laughs> luckily they didn't have to draw attention to it. Right. Um.
1: Now, uh, it it would be very noticeable even if you are not paying a very close attention that there's something a little off when it comes to Jeanette. Uh, she keeps reinforcing that uh, that there's something wrong with Priscilla. She keeps talking about how that 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 because of she hasn't been getting good uh, good rest that she's been looking haggard and worn <laughs> yeah, out lately. I, do-
0: I love that she uses the term haggard. Yeah
1: right. Um. And Priscilla, by the way, when she describes her. Dream. She mentions she. She basically goes on a monologue talking about how much she loves to bite people and blood, and how she says, "I love it. I love the taste of the blood. I love the feel of it on my skin." Yep. Uh And then she starts asking Jeanette about vampires. I mean, and do you know anything about uh, vampires? <laughs> you know the weird thing about vampire movies is that when people. Ask other people about vampires. It seems like no, nobody really knows a lot of detail when, like, everybody knows the details. About right, 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 right. <laughs> um, you know what? The one
0: thing this movie lacks that a lot of movies like this always have is that, like, old person who gives yeah. you all the exposition, <laughs> you know? And this movie just doesn't have. I think this movie would have been a lot better if there was that one, like, old person. Like, like when she went to the library, they should have been this one person to tell them everything about vampires. Don't,
1: oh, don't spoil that. You're going oh, go to go. Well.
0: <laughs>
1: so Priscilla's kind of uh, convinced that it might be reincarnation or something like that. It's because it feels like more like a memory than a dream. Right. Uh, and this is, uh, this is Jeanette's response, and we get a little sense of how her acting style is. Syl, so, honey, if you were just one of my patients, I'd indulge you on this whole vampire thing and make the payments on my Porsche. But you're my friend,
0: so I won't bullshit you you're not a reincarnated vampire. And can I just state for the record that she is just chewing the scenery the entire time she like her she's just hands flying everywhere and she's just constantly moving and like she just, she never just stops.
1: <laughs> I I mean again, play it play, play it to the back rows, right? Yeah, I guess so. I also have to mention that I wrote in my notes that uh, Jeanette has a Simpsons character overbite. <laughs> she does.
0: She totally yeah. does. And once I wrote
1: that, I couldn't stop thinking about it for the rest of the week. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, come on, let's not let's not get personal. I'm here.
0: not getting personal. It's, no, it's let's funny. not get personal. Let's All right. let's save
1: that for a few minutes from now. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, basically Jeanette says that a lot of what uh, Priscilla Priscilla is saying, suggests uh, psychotic tendencies because her dream represents some sort of deep-seated mm-hmm. anguish, that mm-hmm. sort of shit. Yep. So Jeanette uh, leaves... She, uh, actually, uh, Jeanette says to Priscilla yep. that she wants to have a minute alone to talk to Roger. Priscilla leaves the room, and that's when we discover the horrible secret. Uh-huh. That Roger and Jeanette are having some sort of... tryst. Tryst. They're having a tryst. That's right. <laughs> now... Personal preferences are everything in life. You know, some people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. Some people like strawberry. Weird people. Um, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. But
1: uh, picking Jeanette over Priscilla is not something that I can relate to. No, it's bonkers. But, but obviously, Roger is... He's a—he's his own man. Yeah.
0: Well, he clearly has, like, mommy issues.
1: Yes. <laughs> so, so uh, they talk about the fact that they have a relationship. And, in fact... The, their plan, it's a very ridiculous plan, mm-hmm. is to continue to feed Priscilla's dream state and her uh, belief in reincarnation and that, and eventually get her committed so they can be together. Because Priscilla's family is apparently very wealthy. Oh, right. Was that the yawn, the classic <laughs> Moport <laughs> yawn <y'all> happening <laughs> in the background? <laughs> So, <laughs> so they talk about how her condition needs to deteriorate to t- deteriorate a little bit, uh, and but they feel like in a few weeks they can have that little bitch where they want her. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna have her declared incompetent. He'll take her money. Then a few months later, he'll divorce her, and then he can marry Jeanette. Uh, you know, easy plan.
0: It's yeah, not at all.
1: So they're talking, and and Priscilla comes back in the room, and that this is what that sounds like.
0: Oh, this is pr- this is probably one of the stupidest parts in the entire movie. So enjoy, <laughs> people oh baby what is wrong with you when she came in here i mean pull yourself together
1: you have got to be strong for her oh priscilla
0: i'm so sorry you had to see that (laughs) and seeing it is a lot worse than hearing it
1: (laughs) I, I want to mention too. During this sequence, every time that the camera moves, you can actually hear the camera moving. Yeah. Weird kind of creaky sound going on in the background. Yeah. And also, right before the end of this scene, which is happening right now, there's a bug on the camera. You can see it in the right when it moves. The camera moves just a little bit, and there's a big either a bug or uh, or a smudge right on the side on the uh, camera lens. I
0: didn't even notice that. That's well, funny. when you go back to watch it again. Never gonna happen. <laughs>
1: So uh, now we're going to get introduced to some new characters A very strange subplot of this movie Uh, It's this kind of nerdy looking guy Who's sitting down reading a book And his wife walks by And she waters the plants And she starts to feel dizzy (laughs) And then
0: collapses (laughs) And it goes a little something like this Oh, honey, you okay? I I don't think so Oh, oh, honey, honey, oh, wake up, wake up. Honey, honey, wake up. Oh, oh, honey,
1: honey, wake up, oh. And uh, she does wake up, and uh, she says some nonsense about seeing the devils or something like that.
0: Yeah. Now, you seen the devils and his servants?
1: Now, in a movie full of hysterical performances, this woman... (laughs) I feel bad because she... She's trying hard. Uh, and it's, you didn't get, probably didn't get the sense from that line just in those lines, actually. Uh, but that gentleman is British, uh, though I didn't know that until he spoke later on in the movie. Um, and that's a little bit more amusing because British people can be bad actors, yeah. but, but they can get away with it a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: So let's, that's enough of those people. Off to Guy in Jean Jacket.
0: <laughs> I am Guy Incognito.
1: <laughs> now uh, this is Gunnar and Gunner! or Gunnar uh, and Gunnar is played by Jim Haggerty, the director of the film. Yep. Him and a woman are speaking on a couch and they're they're arguing actually because he apparently has cheated on her with um, with her mother and her sister and uh, her cousin and possibly her dad.
0: It's implied that he slept with her dad.
1: I mean, that's the joke is that he keeps wanting to not talk about the fact that he fucked her dad. Right. Um, and that yeah, you know what? In terms of the quality of the jokes in this movie, that's not bad.
0: No that one's actually pretty funny. she goes <laughs> she goes, yeah, you can't prove I slept with your dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and so eventually she throws him out.
0: And uh, And, and with the great line, and don't stop at the nursing home to fuck my grandmother again either. And it's not, and it's not, she doesn't say to fuck my grandmother either. She goes to fuck my grandmother again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then she does what women do once men leave in these kind of situations she takes her shirt off. She
0: inexplicably takes off her shirt and starts getting naked.
1: Yeah. And then, but then she, halfway through, she calls her friend Cheryl. Why not? Uh and so she awkwardly is undressing while she's on the phone. <laughs>
0: uh
1: and they talk a little bit as she goes upstairs but it's then revealed that there's a vampire lady in her living room.
0: Right. And, and we find out that the uh, the boyfriend has stolen money from her for hookers in the past. Yes. Yeah. He he's quite a character that Gooner. Right.
1: Uh and uh, by the way, this vampire lady who's in her living room,
0: she's naked. Well, she's not entirely naked. She's I'm pretty wearing, sure she, she she's wearing She's wearing a swath of clothing. Yeah,
1: okay. But, I mean, her, uh, her upstairs and downstairs are uncovered.
0: Oh, yeah, everything's out.
1: Everything's out. Yeah. Everything's just out and about.
0: <laughs>
1: so she's naked. Uh, uh, but instead of following the woman who just went upstairs, we go back to the director and follow him walking down the street. And we also see that a figure is following him. Right. Um, and that's just we only see that for a second because a they, split
0: second you blink yeah. you blink and you'd miss it.
1: And then that woman who who is I think unnamed she comes back downstairs, uh, and she actually at this point after talking to her friend has decided that she's going to get back together with Gud, <laughs> uh, because he's like a puppy dog. He's oh,
0: so cute. Unnamed. That's such a that's so beautiful. What is that Cherokee?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but when she gets downstairs, the vampire lady pops up. And starts caressing her hair. From
0: behind the couch.
1: Yeah, so she pops up from behind the couch. And uh, the woman's reaction is, oh my god, no! And then there's lots of really badly dubbed screams.
0: Horribly 80-yard screams.
1: Yeah, and she sits and there's like a little bit of blood trickling down her neck. And that's what happens. Yep. But that's, fuck that. Now we're going to get to the most controversial part of the entire movie.
0: Yeah, let's just (laughs) plow through this scene.
1: So Gunnar arrives home. And the first thing I notice is that he has a big poster of Alien Resurrection on his wall.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice
1: that. What kind of diseased mind?
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> there was a time
1: back in, say, the mid to late 90s when I had a lot of movie posters on my wall that were just ones that were available through my local video store, so they wouldn't all be great. But, you know, they would be things like The Frighteners or, uh, like, Dazed and Confused.
0: I had uh, Baby Geniuses. There you go. And a Holy Man.
1: But I can't even imagine a situation where you'd end up with alien resurrection on your See, wall.
0: See, I wouldn't even, as a joke, accept an alien resurrection poster. It doesn't. It doesn't fit
1: one category or the other. It's not yeah. good. It's not ridiculously bad. It's just who gives a shit about that movie?
0: Right. Exactly. It's
1: not even that good of a poster, which is also that's. And but this, we, we get an impression from the room that we're in, which is almost certainly Jim Haggerty's actual room,
0: <laughs>
1: that uh, that he's a big dork. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he wears a jean jacket and he has a bunch of Kiss action figures.
0: Hey,
1: hey, let's let's <laughs> get this out the open. Recently, there was a Thanksgiving Day parade in which <laughs> that yep. moe could not have enjoyed more. Oh my I just God, that my podcast host was a member of the Kiss
0: Army. Oh my God, I love Kiss, man. I love Kiss.
1: I think Kiss are the worst thing in the world. Oh, I
0: love them. I love them. <laughs> well, I think I think I love them because they're the worst thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but okay,
1: we'll agree to disagree on Kiss. Uh, what we will agree on is that Gunnar appears to be a big dork. He
0: is a big dork.
1: Yeah. And um, <laughs> so this woman appears, and she is a different, she's the other vampire woman from the uh, dream. Right. Uh, and she appears and she undresses while he just sits there. She says something like she likes a man she can sink her teeth into. That's a joke based on the fact that she's actually a vampire.
0: Oh, I see. I thought it was just a fat joke.
1: Yeah. Ooh, boom. Uh so she strips down poorly. Uh and does a sexy dance for no. Cooner while he is sitting
0: there. That's not the word I would use, but yeah. Now, uh
1: what what is notable <laughs> mo porn? Oh god. About this particular scene. Oh. <sighs> you uh, before you answer, I'm going to say that the most Amazing thing about this scene is that if you look in the background while the sexy dance is on, uh, Gunnar has a bunch of VHS tapes, and one of them has Paula Cole written on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: it's the least metal thing in the fucking world you can have back there. Um, yeah. So this uh, this this woman, uh, vampire woman, sexy dance naked. I'm sure this worked for you, Mo. No. Mm, no. Why? Why? What's whatever could be the matter?
0: man just you know she had what uh me and me and a couple of my old co-workers used to call um uh boops. <sighs> what's that mean it's a combination of boob and poop meaning that she has got some shitty titties
1: wow <laughs> well I, I don't echo those feelings at all uh,
0: you know, all right <laughs> all right
1: uh look we're we're just trying to be straight with you here. It it is not a pleasant sequence.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Okay. There are women in this world who should never be naked on film.
1: Now I, I don't sh- agree with that. I do not agree I, with that I, feeling.
0: I do. I I entirely. Still, you agree with yourself? <laughs> yeah. I totally I totally believe this. Believe this. I'm not saying they shouldn't act. I'm just saying maybe they shouldn't be nude. Or at least you know what. Maybe they shouldn't be nude trying to pull off sexy. And uh, I and I'm not saying they're oh, not I'm not saying they're not sexy. I'm just God saying, didn't make no trash mo. I'm just saying. <laughs> God didn't make no please. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And and unfortunately for this lady, I happen to feel, in my humble opinion, that maybe she shouldn't have taken her top off.
1: She is a sexy <laughs> vampire.
0: I don't think she's an attractive woman at all. I think maybe she shouldn't have taken her top off. Mm.
1: I feel this is being very judgmental. And, and, <laughs> and maybe, and maybe it is. Maybe it, it is. Does. Though I'll, I, I have to say the kind of the quality of listener we have. They're all going to echo your opinion entirely. So
0: they absolutely are. They yeah. are one hundred percent going to agree with me. And just because we try to be politically correct, or you try to be politically correct about it, I don't. I'm not doing a very good job today. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, you know, and and I don't want to say anything else about her breasts, although I probably will. But uh, you know, they're it's it they're a little rough to look at. This is, this is a difficult sequence <laughs> It's a very it's a very hard scene to watch And when
1: it comes to an end after seeing that Paula Cole videotape <laughs> uh, She bites him On the neck as you might guess I don't know why I don't know why she killed this guy There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it um, And then he makes this sound
0: Oh this one's uh, Yeah I'll just play it <laughs> <laughs> Ah Ah Ah! <laughs> ah! Oh, We totally forgot to talk about The shitty fucking music That she puts <laughs> on Yeah well of course
1: <laughs> Yeah so uh bye Gooner You uh you were the best person in the movie And now you're gone ah! <laughs> So that's that, By the way ah! everything that
0: ah! A lot more, like... <laughs> ah
1: Ah Ah Ah
0: <laughs> I mean, what
1: kind of scream is that?
0: Uh, that's clearly the Yeah, you know, and the best part is is that like it's it's another 80 yard thing so it's not just him doing it. You know, <laughs> so he's so like he, I'm just imagining this guy standing in like this little room with a microphone just kind of like, <laughs> you know, pretending he's like the lead singer to a hardcore band and just going oh, <laughs> ah! <laughs>
1: So, remember the plot Let's no, get back to that. I don't remember the Priscilla thing. is now in the library. Thanks, Mo, for giving that I'm away. Sorry, and uh, she's looking for a book on vampires. <laughs> 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 it was 2003. I guess she couldn't just pop on a computer. But so uh, a vampire, the vampire from earlier, the first one, not the one that we just saw. Uh, she actually approaches her and not, asks, not Betty Boop. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, see what oh, I did there? I see what you're sorry. saying. Uh, she asks her if she can help her. Priscilla asks for a book about vampires, and they give her a book. And, in fact, uh, she doesn't even need to check it out. They say they were just going to throw that. Oh, we
0: were going to throw that book away. You can just that, keep it.
1: That's how libraries work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Having, having worked in a library, I can tell you that's exactly how libraries work.
1: <laughs> and uh, the as the vampire leaves, she goes, you're welcome, Priscilla. And Priscilla's like, how do you know my name? It's like, Hello. we've met before. And it's like, what? And I'm like, hey. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> So, That's
0: about how
1: it went. So back to the nerd and his uh wife who collapsed while she was watering the plants. Mm-hmm. Uh she when I say that she's giving an interesting performance, let's uh let's hear her line. She's basically just wakes up out of out of being sick.
0: She's got the book! We're all doomed. <laughs>
1: she just falls out of the goddamn bed. <laughs>
0: See, now I don't know if that was meant to be funny or not But that was damn funny
1: Yeah The the timing on that actually works really well it And then she she, she crawls <laughs> to the bathroom and just vomits just
0: Vomits
1: Yeah, so that's what's happening with that person The, uh, the
0: noise is so good Flop. <laughs>
1: And now in every no budget movie that we cover that, that doesn't reach its potential, there's always a few sequences that have been put in just to pad the running time a little bit. This movie Wait, is... wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. You're trying to tell me that this film has has sequences that pad the running time?
1: I know it's hard to believe Mo, but I this... think
0: I feel like every moment of this film was intentionally written to drive the stellar plot line forward. Maybe, maybe you're right.
1: Maybe you're right. Now, the movie itself is only 75 minutes long. So perhaps they felt a need to uh, get it past the hour mark by including the next scene, which has Roger looking in a mirror, adjusting his wig, uh, talking to himself, uh, posing. Smelling his armpits, using deodorant, looking at himself in the mirror again, adjusting his wig again, and it just goes on forever, it, and it's boring as fuck.
0: It really is. Like I, I had to, uh, and I know I'm breaking the uh, the fourth here, but uh, I, I had to bump, I had to bump this scene up to uh, two times speed, <laughs> and it was still way too long.
1: Yeah, it, and it's just, it's just totally lame. So, and also, it has no effect on the rest of the movie, of yeah. course. So he comes out, and Priscilla is reading her vampire book, Vampire Maximus. So dumb. And uh, the book uh, apparently suggests that vampires really exist.
0: Well, yeah, and and since everything you read in books is real, clearly this is accurate.
1: Now Roger tells her she should listen to Jeanette. Jeanette is the one with the sense, but she wants to correct Roger on some of his
0: opinions. Well, yeah, because, um... Oh, never mind, here.
1: (laughs) But wait, Roger... Hear me out. This other book here, that the woman at the library gave to me, is a seemingly handwritten documentation of a vampire named Prunella Vandenberg, who lived in the 1870s. Vandenberg, that was my mother's maiden name. Maybe I'm a descendant of
0: hers. Prunella Vandenberg. Prunella.
1: So yeah, so she the book tells her that, that she's probably a reincarnated uh, person and the person in her dream is Prunella Vandenberg. And uh, we get to learn a little bit about vampires according to what this book says. Uh, mirrors they they can be seen in mirrors that's not a that's not a thing that works.
0: I I actually he has some pretty good logic here because he says to her uh, at some point, I believe it's during this scene when he says, "Yeah, here, yeah, I know." Yeah. Where, where he goes, he goes. So, are you, you know? So, are you a vampire, you know, or are you reincarnated? Because it seems like you can't do both, you know.
1: Yeah, and also that uh, vampires are supposed to live forever, right? And uh, and and the only way, yeah. So she, she just to say some of the what the book says apparently is that you don't just become a vampire by being bitten by a vampire. You need to be approved by a head vampire. Yeah. And uh, but you it, can't
0: be turned into a vampire because you have to be born a vampire. Right.
1: It's not an affliction. It's a species. Whoa. Uh, so somebody's
0: Ro- been watching some full moon features. <laughs> lately
1: <laughs> So there's a lot of vampires out there that are just living as humans because uh, being a vampire has great benefits: eternal life, magic powers, great strength and agility,
0: <laughs> great 401k.
1: Yeah, right. So uh, Roger gets really fucking frustrated and uh, and asks the question about whether she's yeah reincarnated. How could she be reincarnated if vampires have eternal life? And right. that will be answered pretty soon.
0: It will actually.
1: But there's some pages missing in her book right now. Priscilla, knowing that Miss Lindley, so Miss Lindley is the neighbor who just, we saw her wake up and spew that shit. Oh, is that the,
0: see, I never actually caught the neighbor's name, so I just kept calling her the fruitcake lady.
1: Fruitcake lady, well, that's a good way to describe her. Because Priscilla says that her neighbor isn't feeling well, she's going to bring over a fruitcake.
0: Who does that?
1: Uh, I think it's supposed to be comical that she's bringing over a fruitcake because people don't enjoy fruitcakes very much.
0: I didn't find that comical. I, I
1: actually kind of like fruitcakes.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Jamaican black cake is considered a fruitcake, and that shit's fucking delicious. So
1: I don't know what that is. Is that some sort of drug? No, is that it, is that some hardcore yeah, shit? Yeah,
0: yeah. There's some heroin in there. No, it's just this uh, real dense cake made with fruit and pretty much just soaked in rum. And so oh. fucking good. It's pretty much the same thing as a fruitcake. It's just way more dense and way less fruit.
1: And a lot more rum. And a lot uh, more rum. <laughs> so she uh, she goes over to the neighbor's house. Mr. Lindley, the nerd guy, he doesn't seem very impressed by the fruitcake, but they do go into the room, and uh, this is how Miss, Mrs. Lindley uh, responds. Oh, wait. Do we not have this? I can't remember if we do or not. Yeah, I have this. Okay.
0: Burn in hell, you whore for Satan! Nice.
1: <laughs> I think I think Mr. Lindley goes, I guess she doesn't like the fruitcake. <laughs> but... Uh, but uh, he doesn't seem to, to be too concerned about how crazy his wife is going he, he, uh,
0: he has some of the best lines in the movie Yes, of
1: course he does Because, because he's playing a very low key yeah. While everyone else is playing it way over yeah, the top Yeah, everybody's
0: hamming it up And he's just kind of like keeping it casual Because the, his wife says Says to him, that woman is evil And he responds with Yeah, she could have sprung for some <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? That's a pretty good line
1: <laughs> So then he rubs his wife's hair And then we go to a room with black drapes No! That's right, it is not your mid-90s dorm room Mo, it is Some place with black curtains It's a white room with black curtains
0: Mid-90s dorm room? What was that like? yeah. Some fucking like live-in high school? <laughs>
1: this was your 1997 uh, bedroom uh-huh. that where you were watching a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I, is, I guess it just started at that never, point. Never did. Big fan you are. Uh, and you had your black lipstick on. And no. uh, yeah, it was it, you were just really feeling the industrial age.
0: <laughs>
1: well, this, this room has black curtains, and there are two vampires. Our two female vampires.
0: Can I just say for the record that by this point in the film, and we're f- about... 35 40 minutes into the movie um, And I have written this is Dumb in my <laughs> notes Or this is stupid or something Probably 30 Times by now <laughs>
1: do you really write Those in your notes yeah I really remind, do yeah To I remind do. yourself that this is stupid
0: Not, No because because I, it's like When I write notes it's almost like I'm live Tweeting the movie but I'm just like doing it To myself and a lot of the times It's just random thoughts I have And unfortunately most of the time it's when, when I'm having random thoughts in a really bad movie It's usually just, this is dumb
1: Well, this is dumb, Mo this is they, dumb. Go, they are actually uh, speaking with some dude in a red cape And this dude does the sign of the devil He's shouting at the devil with his fist Wow uh, So they nod and start undressing Because what else are they here for? Sure and they say say things like the circle has now been complete the die has been cast and then they there's like a bunch of close ups of their eyeballs for no reason and then the girls start kissing
0: yeah we get a little fucking like full frontal action and uh yeah you know but of
1: course uh, these are the two women that we've seen previously. Yeah. So, oh is not a fan of uh, Well, no,
0: actually it's pretty great because uh, because in this particular scene the 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 one who I'm not particularly interested in is in the back. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Oh, uh, so It's really uh, not cuz we do see him again later. Remember that
1: dream at the beginning? Take what we said about the dream and just take it like cut it out of the MP3 and <laughs> place it again right here.
0: Cuz that's what <laughs> happens.
1: Yeah, it's the whole fucking thing again, like the whole goddamn thing, except it's now extended. It's the uh, director's cut, Uh, because after the uh, flashback woman, who we now know is Priscilla, uh, Priscilla slash Prunella, after she bites her dude, the two vampires come over to her. And uh, the camera lens, by the way, is filthy during one of these sequences. (laughs) And they put a necklace around her neck because she joined Vampire Club.
0: Right. And the first, the problem is the first rule of Vampire Club is you don't talk about Vampire Club. Well, they're
1: not talking about anything because it's still silent. That's true. But, but then they turn her around and rip the necklace off, and they push her to the ground. No! And
0: uh, another woman who
1: looks a little bit like that neighbor woman who was spouting all that shit, she's there and she stakes her through the heart.
0: Yep. There's, and, a, uh, there's a reason why she looks like that neighbor woman. Wh- why? Because it is that neighbor woman. Whoa. Whoa.
1: She wakes up screaming. When I say she, I mean Priscilla. She wakes up screaming once again, um, and basically, this added bit to her dream has given her some insight into what was in those missing pages in the book. Yep. Um, so, so she's in bed again. Uh, she talks to Roger again about all the shit. No one gives a fuck about anyway. So let's move on to her talking to Jeanette. Yep. She believes she's a vampire. Right. And uh, she talks about how they recruit, vampires recruit through visions and dreams. Jeanette's a little concerned.
0: I don't know about that.
1: Well, she is. She's put in a report at work. Let's hear her explain it. I've put in a report to the board at work. They want to evaluate you. What? You're Let
0: not... me you're patient? <laughs> how dare you? Get out of here! <laughs> No, no take two on that one no.
1: <laughs> let's uh let's note that this movie is shot on video by the way I don't know if we mentioned that <laughs> explicitly yeah this movie is shot on video so if they wanted to go back and maybe give that one another shot they probably could have
0: they could have you know like you can buy a pretty you know back then you could you could buy VHS pretty pretty easily I mean you know uh,
1: so Priscilla yeah. Priscilla tells Jeanette to get out of there uh
0: get out of here
1: Jeanette gives roger some pills right yeah this is a this whole scene. like the plan their original plan seems like it's kind of going well right she's losing her shit and they're gonna have her committed and stuff like it's going just like how they wanted it yeah i but, don't
0: know why they needed to bump it up a notch you know like with the with all these pills. And, and, pills and sorry and then fucking uh and then roger like like goes full fucking asshole and like convinces her to take four of them yeah and, like
1: uh, he, she even asks uh Jeanette He goes Will they kill her And she goes Even better So he doesn't even know What the pills are going to do Right He
0: doesn't even know What they do Do (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah
1: And then they're sitting In the bathroom And he makes her take A shitload of those pills For them And uh, she takes them And he goes for a little walk And in the process He actually walks Into the camera (laughs) And, And she immediately Passes out Right
0: yeah, the, room wha- start, the room starts spinning, and then they do a really, really shitty effect where they have her spin with the camera. And... <sighs> and we're, speeding,
1: she- we're speeding things up now, people, because we're keeping things interesting.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, the film isn't. Uh,
1: the film is slowing down. We're speeding up. Knock on the door. It wakes her up, uh, and there is a pizza guy at her door. I don't know who ordered the pizza. I don't know why why that happened. <laughs>
0: We find out later.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, she goes down to answer the door, and a very awkward-looking and acting pizza boy is there. And uh, she is now in uh, seduction mode. The pills have turned her into a horny vampire. (laughs) Into a whore! Into a horny vampire. (laughs) And uh, and when he comes in, very awkwardly, uh, he asks if she wants the pizza.
0: I'm not sure I want the pizza
1: as much as I want the
0: pepperoni. Whoa, whoa!
1: (laughs) Do you think this actually happens very often, Mo, where pizza delivery guys get invited in for like (laughs) their pepperoni to be manipulated?
0: I I could, I could tell you that uh, that when I was an exterminator, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, several years, years, not decades, several, several years back. Um, I got invited into houses quite a bit too. Well, you know, Mo,
1: they're supposed to invite you in their house. No, 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 sh- it's not a I mean. It's
0: not what I mean. Oh, what you do know, you mean? No, what well, I'm saying, like, like you know, you would get propositioned a lot, uh, because you, you'd you'd like a lot of the times it would just be like these real lonely housewife types and. And uh, and they just want, like, people to come in and pay attention to them. Uh, but, I mean, I never did. To their vaginas. Exactly. I mean, I never did anything. I was married at the time. But uh,
1: but if you, you weren't know. married, you would have done something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like, this guy almost did something. Right. Because uh, Priscilla, by the way, is a very attractive young woman.
0: Yeah, she's actually, she's probably the best looking chick in the, in the movie.
1: Which is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she uh, removes her blouse. So, no, she's wearing, like, a bathrobe or something. Yeah, she's, uh, she's got a robe on. Yeah, and so she's in her undies, <laughs> and uh, the dude—I mean, the, the, this pizza delivery guy—is super awkward. Um, and oh yeah, so she brings him inside, and she goes, "I've got something better than pizza for you to eat, or should I eat you?" Wah, wah. Which is supposed to be like a sexual comment, but she's a vampire, so it kind of has a double meaning. Um,
0: double entendre.
1: So she tells him to wait there while she goes and gets a surprise, and she goes into her bedroom and passes out.
0: Basically,
1: yeah, Uh, and we get then a point of view shot of someone attacking the pizza guy, and he screams ridiculously like over and over and over again. Yep. And then Priscilla wakes up, and she's got blood coming out of her mouth.
0: Yeah, (laughs) this this is great because I think it's I I want to say it's is it the well well she kind of wakes up and like the husband and uh, Jeanette. Uh, Roger and Jeanette are sort of like screaming at her from overhead, yeah. and one of them goes, "You killed the pizza delivery guy!" <laughs> <laughs> and like they're just like
1: yelling and yelling at her. Yeah. So I guess their plan was to drug her so she would then seduce and kill somebody. I it seems know. like a bad plan. It doesn't seem know. like a very. Uh, in fact, we learn later that the pizza delivery guy was killed by them. They killed him. Right. Uh. So the plan was. To get her to seduce someone, then pass out so they can kill the person she was seducing.
0: Yeah, it's just weird.
1: It's It seems kind of weird. Yeah. So she starts to cry because they're really fucking laying into her. But then she gets her shit together and she does something that they didn't
0: expect her to do. She runs into the bathroom, washes her face. Uh, then she starts <laughs> packing. I love Roger's whole reaction to her washing the face. She's like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that because you yeah, know that can be like evidence, you know, evidence, evidence and stuff, you know? <laughs>
1: So, so she gets her shit, and she's gonna take off. And uh, on her way out, she trips over the guy's corpse. Because says, why not? And says sorry, yeah. as Americans sometimes do.
0: Yeah, if she was Canadian, she'd say sorry. Yes, that's right. right. Not like, not like me. No, not no, no. I am an
1: American. A okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> a little later, Roger okay, and USA.
1: <laughs> Roger and Jeanette are talking to a police officer. Uh, and he's skeptical about their star- their story for some reason um but uh and then the big comical moment comes at the end when he asks about the pizza where is the pizza and they <laughs> yeah,
0: they're like you know there wasn't any blood in it we were hungry so you know we ate it
1: yeah, and then they offer him the last slice. Right. And and just like an old Calvinette show, he looks at the camera and goes, Whoa. <laughs> and, <if, laughs>
0: and of course I had to take a screen grab of that. It's up on the, <laughs> the uh-uh. it's, it's up on the no budget uh, nightmares group. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how I felt. That's <laughs> right. It's like what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs>
1: mwah, mwah. So you know how most of the movies we watch on no budget nightmares spend a lot of time in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're not going to the woods now Uh, The reason that a lot of movies are shot in the woods Is because you don't need permits uh, Because it's generally pretty quiet uh, And you can do whatever you want out there For as long as you want to do it And matching is pretty easy because it all pretty much looks the same What you don't want to shoot on Is the street next to a busy (laughs) Highway or Busy street with cars going back down Yeah like ever Because then it might sound like what this next sequence sounds like Where Priscilla is on the street hiding uh, And she is basically propositioned by the two vampire women
0: i gotta tell you have you have you ever like watched like a film company like producing a film like in a street yes yeah so it's like so have i because if you remember the shittiest of the indiana jones films was uh, a good chunk of it was shot here in new haven and um they they clear out blocks and blocks and blocks of yeah uh, you know, absolutely and, you know just to kind of kill the noise for any dialogue sequence, right. certainly yeah so 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 there's uh, we have the uh, the the Yale uh, art museum here you know because everything's fucking Yale in New Haven and. Um, and so when I was watching the scene, I was trying to imagine shooting film on the corner where that art museum is, because <laughs> that's like one of the busiest corners in the st- in the city. And uh, so yeah, so here's what I did when I when I grabbed this audio clip. It's super fucking quiet before they cut to it. Um, where the guy's kind of has, has the dumbfounded look on his face So I, I, I kept a little bit of that So you could hear how jarring <laughs> it is Going All from right. one to the next Let's hear it Here we go So here's the quiet Don't be afraid, child Vampires do not need to be afraid
1: just hurts. You probably noticed just then that one of those vampires is trying to do an accent and is not succeeding. <laughs>
0: don't worry, child. <laughs> vampires don't need to be alright. Your suffering must be more <laughs> severe. <laughs> uh,
1: they're, they're, they do have fake teeth in their mouth, which cannot help. Right. Uh, but uh... suffering. Sorry. <laughs> So they let her know that she didn't actually kill anybody, uh, that Roger's an asshole, and in fact... Uh, When she protests and says that he's my whole life, he would do anything for me, they actually say – they let her see through – I mean, it says that they're letting her see through their eyes, but really it's just a camera showing what's going on with Roger <laughs> and I, Jeanette.
0: I love, yeah, I love, I love how right before they do all that, you know, she's telling how she, you know, they tell her how she didn't kill the delivery, delivery guy. And they're like, pull yourself together, child. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. The idea, by them.
1: the way, is obviously... uh the Pr- Priscilla is going to be a vampire, but she needs to do a sacrifice. And she thinks she's already done it, but they tell her that she hasn't. Right. So uh, Roger and Jeanette are th- now drinking wine and celebrating their victory. And uh, then they have a big argument about whether, because Jeanette killed for Roger, whether Roger would kill for her. She gets very upset that he wouldn't. This, is, this does not make the psychiatric uh, industry look very uh, professional.
0: I think the psychiatric industry doesn't look doesn't make the psychiatric industry look very professional, but oh shit! Uh, oh this
1: snap! Is like, this is like talking to uh, Tom Cruise here Ouch. on the uh, on here on the podcast. Yeah. Well, Mr. Cruise, uh, <laughs> let's hear a little more about your opinions. <laughs> um, well, my so, no, my notes at this point
0: say these two suck.
1: So who? You mean like suck like a vampire sucks blood? Wah wah. So. They they because of this argument ends up with Roger promising to kill Priscilla when she gets back, which is the dumbest possible thing for him to do. Right. It doesn't make any sense at all. The police are now looking for her. Because anything she explains at this point, even if she says, No, two vampires said I didn't kill that guy, it's just gonna make her look crazy. They're they got it made. Yep. So Priscilla, when she discovers what's going on by looking through the eyes of God or whatever, uh, she says, that son of a bitch, which is a pretty reasonable response. Right. And so uh, she goes and joins the vampire ladies and does her ceremony in front of the guy in the red robes.
0: Yeah. And at this point in my notes, I say, did I mention this movie is stupid?
1: She drinks some blood. Oh, and actually, she doesn't drink blood. They say, are you prepared to drink the blood of your husband? And she goes, I thirst for it. Wow. Now she gets all gothy and uh, made up with like black uh, lipstick and shit because uh,
0: now the devil
1: is within her.
0: Why can't we have like preppy vampires? You know, just like wearing like like boat shoes and like a nice khaki like chino shorts. You know,
1: you got to make that movie, bro. Yeah. So she shows up at her home and uh, finds uh, finds uh, Jeanette and Roger there, and uh, she her voice sounds a little different oh. now.
0: Yeah, prepare yourselves for the stupid. By the way, here we go. Yeah. And anybody listening to listening in through their headphones right now now have a headache because, <laughs> God, they do the stupidest. You know, I wasn't listening to it through headphones when I when I grabbed the audio clip, but I'm listening through on headphones now as I play it back, and it's painful to listen to. So. She uh,
1: catches uh, (laughs) – Roger tries jumping at her, and she catches him by the neck and lifts him up using her super vampire strength. And then she bites his neck and kills him. So that's the end of Roger. Yeah. Jeanette also tries to run, and she uses that demon voice and says, Come here, you little bitch. (laughs) Very very similar to what I just said. And she uses the word bitch, uh, a la Freddy Krueger. I do get a
0: kick out of how how the shrink – uh, as she's like a, apologizing and trying to talk talk out of talk herself out of this whole thing, uh, talks about how small Roger's penis is. He had a tiny little pathetic dick. Yeah, and, that, and that's good though because it's nice to see that like not not only you know, you know it's both both sides of the deal here.
1: <laughs> so she kills uh, Jeanette and. That then the vampires who have now seen her as worthy give her the necklace of vampire vampirosity. Right. And then this is so fucking stupid. I mean, oh, this part oh, is. What'd you
0: would you just call it? The the necklace of vampos, vampire vampirosity. <laughs> that's it.
1: I think that's the official name.
0: Uh, uh, what'd, you get, part- what'd you get? That, uh, that out of like the like the monster manual for D That's right. <laughs> that's right. And then she rolled the die yeah, and right. roll for initiative.
1: So we hear some sirens in the background because apparently. The vampire women have called the police to turn Priscilla into
0: the authorities. Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense.
1: But Priscilla, because she had had the dream, the extended version, and knew that she was going to be betrayed, Allah,
0: Jesus Christ. Thank goodness they released the the uh, <laughs> the dream director's cut, showing the betrayal at the end. Damn.
1: So Priscilla was anticipating this, right. so she takes out a stake and she. Yeah, she stakes the vampire, who really is just holding a piece of wood against herself, but she's naked, so it's okay. Yep. Uh, And then she just vanishes, because why not? Why not? And then the other vampire attacks Priscilla, and they fight for a long time, very badly, where they're just kind of holding arms and moving back and forth.
0: Yeah, I wrote in my notes that this this particular scene was very funny to watch in fast motion. Yes. It, It actually played out a lot like an episode of Benny Hill.
1: And then Priscilla rips off the necklace and stakes this other vampire. And, yeah. the, and the police are taking a very long time. <laughs> and then they just stare at each other forever. And I think we get another shot of a nipple because why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. As as she's dying, we get, we get one last view of those striking nipples.
1: So then the guy in the red robe, he appears in this uh, apartment. And her... The first thing she says is Satan, I presume.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This this, this part didn't make any goddamn sense. No, this doesn't make it.
1: So apparently because she killed two instead of the one sacrifice she was supposed to give, he now owes her, Satan does, and then he bows down to her. Uh, And so they go But how much
0: extra time does she get now Like how often do they have to do these uh, these Sacrifices Yeah (laughs) Who knows Yeah exactly So it's like okay So I've got two sacrifices now for you Instead of one you know So what's this guy mean Now it's like Like the next time the quota's gonna up And that's like Well now you owe me two No you cannot bank
1: sacrifices Yeah (laughs) Uh, There is
0: no sacrifice carryover
1: So then the cop from earlier He comes in And uh, he goes Ew Which is good Yeah Uh, and uh, he finds the bodies, and then he declares the case closed. And that it was a, That it was a murder-suicide where they ate each other's throats out.
0: Clearly they still hungered for pizza because they ate each other's throats out.
1: <laughs> we got to close this plot down. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we were, it's like, man, we need to end this movie.
1: So uh, remember that neighbor lady? Because we haven't really done anything with her. She's just been in bed the whole fucking time. Yeah. Well, Priscilla then shows up in her bedroom. Uh, and the woman, the uh, neighbor wakes up. The fruitcake lady, and um, this—both Mo and our my copy of this—is a little glitchy during this particular sequence. Uh, but we have a little bit of the dialogue between them. Because it's
0: glitchy. Because. Right,
1: here, here you go. I
0: guess now I should say thanks for the. Ne- I have beaten the traitors and I have beaten the devil. I want to say fangs for the.
1: <laughs> I just like—I like the idea that someone. Uh, at like pendulum pictures Was like That's the worst pun in the world Cut <laughs> uh, So then she goes That the hex is lifted And she can live for no-, no I think Actually this is the Okay So then the vampire Huntress Who the neighbor Is supposed to be The female vampire yeah. She says to her husband That the hex is lifted And they can live For another day And then she When her husband comes in She goes The evil is gone But it will return Setting up of course uh, I dream of Dracula too The Dracula-ning <laughs> And he uh, he his the final line of the movie is, is the husband going, Just as long as they don't bring another fruit cake.
0: I like how he became liver puddly, and all of a sudden.
1: Just as long as she doesn't bring another fruit cake. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: uh, yeah, and then we see her walking down the street in goth clothes because she's gonna have adventures a la Bill Bixby and in the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Going on, having you
0: know, you're walking backwards with your thumb out. Uh.
1: (laughs) And that's it. That's I Dream of Dracula. We get closing credits. Uh, We learn that the director uh, was the one who played Gunnar. That's it. There's nothing amusing in the closing credits at all. Well, the
0: only only thing I found amusing in the closing credits is they went out of their way to mention that this was uh, edited in Avid. Yeah,
1: you know. yeah, which is, I mean, that it is uncommon. Yeah, uh, very
0: uncommon. But still, it's in
1: fact unnecessary because the the editing in this movie, there's nothing, there's no special editing tricks. Right, right. right. Uh, yeah. So I mean, maybe that's just what he had training in. But uh, but uh, yeah. So that's most of the film was filmed in New York, which is why they all have those ridiculous accents. Sorry, people from New York. <laughs> hey,
0: oh. Hey. Oh, hey, oh, we're talking here. So let's
1: talk. I dream of Dracula, Mo. What's wrong with this movie? What's not? It's boring. Now it's like most of the audio is fairly coherent, right? You can hear what they're saying. Yeah,
0: I mean, really, there's just well, there's just that uh, that one. Hold on, let me see if I can find it again.
1: Uh, While you're doing that, I mean, I'm just gonna keep talking. Well, you don't need
0: to. I found it. There's just there's, there's just this one, really. Don't be afraid, child. Vampires do not need to be afraid. That, that's pretty much it. That's the moment where, where it's like that horrible on the street shooting uh, where you can understand what they're saying, but it's it barely. Yeah. The rest of the movie is, I mean, it's, it's I don't want to say competently made, but I mean, it's uh, recognizable as a movie.
1: It's amateurish, but it also doesn't try to do much more than an amateurish production should do, right. meaning that there's almost no camera movement, and right. when there is, you can hear the camera move, so it's probably good that there's not very much camera movement. They kept the cast really small, uh, and so the story is, even though it's supposed to be kind of... Well, wide, cer-
0: certain aspects of the of the cast, they kept pretty... Everybody. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I know, I know I'm
1: rough. You, you mean those titties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I went there, I went there. So so uh so you know the scope of the movie is probably what it should be it's just that trying to be hilarious and trying to tell a vampire story it, it that's a really tall order it takes a lot of work a really polished script some really good performers and this movie had none of those
0: things yeah not ev- not every film can be uh dracula dead and loving it
1: Not every movie could. That's a good point. Uh, This film was directed, of course, by Jim Haggerty. Also written by Jim Haggerty. Produced by Jim Haggerty. uh, Co-edited by Jim Haggerty. Obviously, he appeared in the movie. Also did sound effects, voice effects. So he was the demon voice at the end of the movie as well. Did casting, etc., etc., (laughs) etc. This is obviously a passion project for Mr. Haggerty. And unfortunately, he turned out a big pile of shit.
0: But it's passionate shit.
1: Passion
0: shit. The passion of the shit.
1: Yes, that's exactly right. So I Dream of Dracula, not recommended, despite its 5.3 out of 10 rating on the IMDb. Wait, what? Yeah, at 54 votes, say it's 5.3 out of 10. Oh, my God. Meaning that it is slightly better than average.
0: That's not true.
1: Uh, Even in the scope of the movies we watch here, it's not really better than average, and we watch almost exclusively shitty movies.
0: Yeah,
1: it's pretty bad. It's pretty fucking bad. So hopefully, at one point in the future, we will uh, encounter more from Jim Haggerty. We can reevaluate where his skills have. Uh, I mean, he's gotta got. To get, I mean, over the last decade, I'm sure he's gotten a lot better. Yep, we'll have to check it out. So. Uh, most of, uh the we are, I've already discussed what we're going to be covering at the on the very last episode of No Budget Nightmares of 2014, the very special year end edition. Yeah. Yeah, we have. We did. And yeah, and we, we decided, look, listeners, we've been through some rough shit lately. 2014 was a hell of a year. We deserve a little treat. And when I say we, I don't mean you listeners. I mean Mo and myself deserve a little treat. And when I think treat, you know what I think? Canada. And when I think Canada, I think movies. And when I think movies, I think Manborg.
0: Hold on. When you think of Canada, you think of movies?
1: I'm a big fan of Canadian movies, Mo. Alright. And I think that they don't get the respect they deserve. No, and probably... we're gonna talk about that because we're covering Manborg.
0: Manborg.
1: Astron 6's Manborg, directed by Steve Kostansky. Does that sound right? Sure. Kostansky? Let me pull it up just to make sure I'm not fucking that up as <laughs> well. Uh Manborg <laughs> from 2011. Directed by Steven Kostansky, member of Astron 6. Yeah, we're going to have a good time, brother.
0: Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I don't know how this one keeps slipping through my fingers, but I've been wanting to watch this one for a really long time, so I'm glad we're sort of forcing ourselves to watch it for the show.
1: Have you seen any other of the uh, Astron 6 releases?
0: Yeah, I saw, um, what was it, Father's Day?
1: Father's Day? Um and this manborg was made right around the same time as uh as Father's Day and it's uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a good way to end the year, I think. I think so. Now Mo Mo uh usually what we do next is we talk about uh where you can find us elsewhere outside of this listening podcast that we're doing right now. Okay. And but instead and then we usually follow that up where I ask you what you've seen lately. But instead of doing that, I want to reverse it a little bit uh, because I know that you recently saw Why Don't You Play in Hell? Oh,
0: my God. Yes.
1: Uh, on my recommendation.
0: On your recommendation.
1: And uh, usually my recommendations are shit, like uh, I Dream of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> but this one I've been very passionate about, and I want to make sure that we mention it before we finish up today. Because I just, I saw it at TIFF last year, and then I rewatched it this past weekend with a neighbor friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, man, that movie is... The shit.
0: I've already recommended it to like six people.
1: It is. It's you know currently it's available video on demand through uh, well it's via Draft House Films and you can get it on uh, Vimeo and Amazon and things like that. Uh, Or there's screenings all around the U.S. right now. But and if you can see it at a screening, please do so because at the TIFF screening I was at. It was the uh, day after the premiere at midnight the night before, and the crowd didn't know what to expect really, but they lost their shit. Oh uh, I- I
0: could I could just imagine t- I was uh, I watched it at work, actually, right. Um, and I lost my shit big time, just at work, you know, like being horribly inappropriate the entire time, just fucking <laughs> laughing my ass off and fucking being like, I cannot believe this is happening. This is so fucking great.
1: It, it, I mean it would be unfair to explain it also we couldn't but it's two and a half hours long it is hilarious yeah. it is incredibly fucking violent and it every and it, the reason we're talking about it right now in no budget nightmares is even though this isn't a no budget movie it is a celebration of the spirit that makes no budget movies possible absolutely and Absolutely. it is about a group of filmmakers who are making ultra-low-budget movies who are looking for that shot to be able to break out of it. If you love no-budget movies, you are going to fucking love Why Don't You Play in Hell. And if you don't...
0: You you still will. It's,
1: you really should. Look, I'm yeah. because this movie, it's only getting its release... I mean, it took a fucking long time for this to come out. But it's only getting its release now, and a lot of people haven't seen it. I know that there's going to be a point in the near future where someone's going to come to me and say, I didn't like it, and I i don't even have a choice i had to kill that person
0: <laughs> i will i will murder anybody who's i have well. to
1: i the love i have for this movie it, it's beyond it's like a it's like a father's love would you it's say like,
0: your love for it is like a truck
1: yes <laughs> berserker <laughs> i'm
0: berserker in love <laughs> why
1: don't you play L? yeah no i'm a big fan uh and it's
0: amazing and, it's really yeah. it's just amazing
1: And it's one of those movies that, um, on the second viewing, I enjoyed it just as much as the first. Now I just need to get a fucking poster, because it also has the greatest poster (laughs) in the world. Uh, I I think the the, the quote on the American poster is, Mankind's greatest achievement, which is... Perfect.
0: Yeah, I'm at, I'm, yeah, I gotta get my hands on a poster too and put, and put it right fucking behind me For when I do my shows <laughs>
1: Folks at uh, Draft House say that the poster will be uh, For sale on their site in the next month So Sweet. let's hope, and Sweet. also hopefully a physical copy Of the goddamn thing yeah. uh, Mo, where can you find us In the world
0: Ah uh, well, you know if you're you somewhere to... in the states, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the states. What's your address? <laughs> you know, it's funny you would mention that. Um, I just accidentally posted my uh, a picture that showed my address <laughs> in one of the groups that I'm in, and then somebody said, "Oh, well, now I know where to stalk you." And I'm like, "Fuck!" And I took it down <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, and, but everybody, also and everybody's like, "Oh, so that's your real name?" I'm like, "Fuck." Oh, uh, oh,
1: By the way everybody <laughs> Mo Porn might not be his real name Not my
0: real name <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah well if you want to go on Facebook You can uh, find us and apparently My address <laughs> On uh, You can go to facebook.com Slash groups slash no budget nightmares mm-hmm. All one word All one word
1: and you can find both Mo and myself on Twitter. He is at drunk on VHS. Yeah. I am at Doug underscore Tilly. That's T-I-L-L-E-Y. Uh, and Mo also has a very increasingly popular uh, YouTube website.
0: I am incredibly surprised at how this thing is just blowing up. Yeah, it's, it's uh, put
1: it, working into it. I watched some of the videos last week, and uh, I mean, they're really well edited, they're really well produced. Yeah. Uh, They they put a lot of the movies we watch On this show to shit (laughs) I mean I've been recommending it to all The vaping people I know I don't know anything Really about vaping but uh...
0: But uh, yeah it's called Strange Vapes Where I uh, Go out and search for Unusual and odd Flavor profiles Uh, I mean I've done Crab legs and I've done pizza And I've done cereals and you know, it's just all sorts of weird shit, and uh, and I've got a bunch of like the new episode which was supposed to come up last week and probably won't even well, it'll be up soon at some point. But I do a, a cantaloupe and prosciutto, um, which I, I'm not to ruin anything is the single worst fucking flavor I've ever tasted nice. in my life. Um, you know, and I don't really go into like building or like you know hardware or anything like that. I'm really just all about the juices. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, I mean, I've only ever had two complaints from anybody about the show. And one was that, uh, some chick didn't like that. I had, uh, music playing during the background while I was, uh, uh, while I was talking. Cause she said she couldn't understand me. And I'm like, well, you know what? I like the music. So it stayed nice. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then another guy said he, he thought my intro was too long and, uh, that's going to change because I'm no longer associated with Zamplebox, So, that whole like I mean all the old Videos are still going to have it up there But any new video isn't going to have The uh, you know that that Flippy picture thing that I do at the Beginning um... Please Mo tell us more about it yeah, It's just you know pictures. <laughs> no nah, I'm
1: just kidding yeah. I mean, that, it, it, You know what it is very popular and it's getting More popular it's obviously yeah. striking a chord The timing was really good on it Everyone check out Strange Vapes over on YouTube Or check it out on. it's got it's own Facebook group as well I can't remember
0: um, no, no, I I don't know. But if, uh, if if you are if you if you're interested in joining a really good vaping community on Facebook, <laughs> uh, con- contact me through the uh, No Budget Nightmares group, and I'll 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 add you to our. Uh, it's called Vape Your Face Off, uh, and, and I'll I'll add you to the group because it's it's growing and it's and it's really uh, fun.
1: Sounds like fun. And Mo, we've talked and talked and talked for a long time, but I think it's time for us to say goodbye.
0: Auf Wiedersehen.